received your instructions. Touch cards if you like. Let's fight. Welcome, welcome to Cam Blue's Bout Business MMA Podcast. <laughs> Lou Finicaro. Boom! A production of GreenRollMedia.com, the world's premier sports betting podcast network, rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. 100%! Now, it's fight weekend, and it is time to touch gloves with the most decorated mixed martial arts betting analyst in the business. He's your host of our main event. You ready? Bring it on! Come on! Come on. And he's all about business. Lou Finacaro. Welcome, fight fans, to the dog days of summer and the UFC 290 edition of Gamblue's Bout Business Podcast. Happy to be back after a week away. In almost two years of doing the podcast, we've only missed a live broadcast once or twice, so not so bad there. The posted releases last week went three and three. We pick up 0.38 of a unit. And you'll recall that we we really walked into the event up 0.48 of a unit because one of the fights that we had tied Randy Brown to Jack Della Maddalena and Brady, Brady fell out of. So we win the one teamer, we pick up 0.48 of a unit and we lost the two teamer. Now that said, we still have into this event, the Randy Brown to Jalen Turner parlay and we'll get to that as it's round two. To date, 53 and 49. We're up 15.36 units, 15% ROI. This is the kind of year I expect from myself. Our hard work is paying off, but we're only halfway through. The most important half of the year is the half that remains ahead of us. So we'll keep our focus ahead. As far as futures are concerned, We've got the Covington bet against Leon. I keep barking about that every week, uh, but it is alive, but we don't have a date on that fight yet. That has to come down this year for that to be alive, Covington minus 110. We also have on September 16th, Alexa Grasso will defend her newly earned title against Valentina Shevchenko. We have Alexa plus 195, that price remains the same. So uh, business is pretty much clean up till now. Uh, We've got a couple creative things coming. So without much further introduction, let's move right into round one. Round one, we're gonna go to the feature fight of the prelims. And that happens to be welterweights, Nico Price and Robbie Lawler. Of course, we've heard after 21 year successful fight career, championship level fight career, Robbie Lawler, who just entered the Hall of Fame with his fight against Rory McDonald, a fight I happened to be at for the UFC Hall of Fame this weekend. He fights in his retirement fight against Nico Price. This is a very interesting fight and one that I think that we're gonna find some interest in the dog Lawler here. Price, of course, is the taller, younger athlete, no question about it. 
highly questionable IQ. He's lost three of his last four, the only win being against Cowboy Oliveira. The reason this is a feature fight on this card, on this prelim card, is because each of these fighters realize negative strike differential, meaning when they go in, they throw high volume and they receive more than they output, and they output a ton. This is going to look like the cartoons where two fighters are just windmilling at one another. Again, that's why they've positioned this fight in this location as opposed to the main event where Bo Nickel took the shine. Meanwhile, back in round one, we've got this fight with Robbie Lawler, who doesn't matter if it's his retirement fight or not, he's bringing his best no matter what. We know we get that when we buy Lawler. Now, Lawler's lost five of his last six, but one was a Covington decision, one was a Magni decision, and while he did get finished by Barbarena, I do look a little bit more toward the Covington and the Magni durability for Lawler in this fight in a guy against Price that's wild, high volume, not necessarily powerful unless he can find a kick or a knee. Fight two and a half rounds under minus 180. Uh, the bookmakers don't think this is going very far. Fight goes the distance. No, minus 280. Someone seems likely to get finished here. And I don't know why a guy like Price who's been finished is the one that automatically gets the run for being the finisher here. Round one, we're going to get cute with Robbie Lawler. 0.6 of a unit at a straight plus 200 as a dog. Let's just get him to win and we'll win money. We'll also take and round out the unit with 0.4 of a unit. Currently, Lawler inside the distance four to one and that's by ko submission or dq if you're shopping at DraftKings, so we'll have a total of one unit on lawler 0.6 straight up at plus 200 0.4 itd inside the distance at plus 400 and now let's move into round two in round two it's interesting that in the last couple of fights, we've tied parlays into Jalen Turner coming into this fight card. Jalen Turner was the last to weigh in today at one minute before the 11 a.m. Pacific time deadline. And he weighed 158, which is a pound over the 157 li limit, missing weight. Not a good look, a bad cut, clearly. He didn't look terrible, but there's the distraction of having to go all that two hours to try and cut the weight. He loses 20% of his purse to Hooker. And so while that is somewhat concerning, the good news is Hooker did decide to go on with the fight and Turner only loses purse. Because at the end of the day, Turner not having to struggle to make 156 and coming in at 158, is really a huge advantage for a guy that's already three inches taller, sporting a, a, an inch of reach advantage. Turner's the younger man at 28. He's the more violent man. I think this is only going to make him more focused. He's coming in off a cancellation fight with Hooker some months ago. He had to take 
uh, Mateus Gamrot that he took to a close, tight, split decision loss. Many, including myself, Field Turner won that fight. All that being said, he's on the bounce. I think he's focused. He's got the big cage. He's going to be able to use distance and Hooker's age to his favor. And so Jalen Turner happens to be round two, the second position of the Randy Brown parlay. Turner simply needs to win. He's currently priced minus 285. We have him plus 111 on the parlay. At the time we took the parlay, Turner was only a minus 200 or 215, if I recall correctly. Round two, Jalen Turner plus 111. Now we'll move into round three. Round three was released earlier in the week on Twitter. And lo and behold, we're using Turner again. At that point in the week, he was minus 240. Again, as we podcast right now, Jalen Turner is a minus 285. So earlier in the week when this tweet came out, I took Turner to Moreno, partially because I wasn't done with Turner. I love his spot. But we had also lost the Madalena fight with Sean Brady. So we had one extra to use. So round three, Brandon Moreno minus 200, Jalen Turner minus 240, a two-teamer there, a parlay, pays dead even money just as advertised, just as broadcast. So round three, we're using Turner again, teaming him with Brandon Moreno, minus 200 for a plus 112 return. That was what was broadcast earlier in the week. Now, if you're getting Turner now, you're getting a higher price on each and you may get closer to even money, may even minus 105, but I like the parlay. I like the position each are in. Round three, Moreno-Turner parlay. Now let's move into round four. Round four, this parlay business. I think I like it. And I think I like it, especially if I'm disciplined enough to try and utilize the correct fighters, meaning a winning side on the first side to provide advantage on the second side. So for round four, we're gonna go into the early prelims for a fight at 205 light heavyweight brazilian vitor petrino against polish phenom marcin prakniau i say polish phenom because i'm being a little facetious prakniau is limited on skills albeit he's big he's strong he's powerful and he's experienced 16 and 6 he's also very challenged with anything to do with grappling and wrestling, singularly dimensioned with heavy hands, needing to knee, kick, or elbow to try and gain success in his fights. In Petrino, he gets a deft Brazilian jiu-jitsu expertise fighter who comes with movement, athleticism, and violence. And, And I think this is simply a setup fight to gain some hype for Petrino and his projection currently 8-0. I think he's going to be able to have his way with Prakniau after a steady, dangerous first round where Prakniau is going to try and touch the Brazilian. So 
round four, leg one of a parlay, Vitor Petrino, currently priced, minus 230. And we're going to take him, and we're on the DraftKings menu of fights right now, to next week's fight card, July 15th. And the first fight on that card, Tucker Lutz, Melsic Bagdasarian. Melsic's bouncing. In fact, if you remember, we had Josh Kulabau against Melsic in his last outing. And now, after Melsic got his PhD in MMA, he's going to be ready to bounce himself. It gets a way more favorable matchup. We'll break it down further next week. But this week's round four is a simple parlay, tying Petrino minus 230 to next week's Bagdasarian minus 215. One unit returns 1.1 unit. Now let's move into the championship round, round five. In round five, we're going to the main event. Volkanovski defends his featherweight title against interim title holder, Mexican Yair Rodriguez. Outstanding fight. Outstanding test for Volkanovski. And while I say that, I believe that the current pricing, which lists Volkanovski minus 375-ish, is basically saying 78, 79% of the time when these two fight, Volkanovski's going to win. And while that may seem demeaning to Rodriguez, I don't think it is. In fact, I regard it as an accurate depiction of these two fighters. Now, Rodriguez comes in with dynamic momentum, no question about it. He looked great against Josh Emmett, but in no way or shape or form should we mistake Josh Emmett for Alex Volkanovski. As well, Yair's last two fights have gone exactly his way, allowed him to get out front early and use his quickness, athleticism, and all his traits to gain advantage in the fight. And that's exactly how I expect him to attack in this fight. For this fight's going to be highly competitive for a couple of rounds until Volkanovski can systematically back up Rodriguez, start to make him use his cardio to defend, soften up that body, and eventually take him down to get top position. Volkanovski's a big boy for featherweight, as experienced by the fact that he played rugby at 205 pounds a decade ago. Yes, but in his last fight, how did he look against 155-pound champion Islam Makachev? We all know Makachev competed in that fight at 180 pounds. And Volkanovski was on top dominating in the fifth round. No, we're going to give Rodriguez all the due respect that he requires and all the due respect that he's earned. But unfortunately, he's fighting a really tough fighter. And I think that while this thing is challenging early, it's Volkanovski's IQ. It's his, his experience, his athleticism, his footwork. Eugene Behrman, the coach of probably the most world-renowned MMA gym going today, City Kickboxing, 
Yeah, Yair's got it, and he's a worthy challenger, but he's only a challenger. And rather than pay the price for Volk, minus 375, that's that's getting, you know, minus 175 makes my eyes water. So we're going to go to inside the distance. Now, on DraftKings, that has to be under winning method, and then you have to find via KO submission or DQ which covers it all. That's inside the distance. Currently, Volkanovski is priced plus 130. Earlier in the week when I did my v Digital Magazine, I was able to get that at plus 165, but I wasn't able to release it for this podcast's purposes until yesterday when I went on the air with v and saw the line moving. And so with that in mind, the price we will take for the podcast for round five will be Volkanovski inside the distance plus 130. That's five rounds. One of the rounds, round four, ties into next week. And let's go Jalen Turner. Let's hope he can rehydrate, look good tonight, put some dollars in our pocket and keep our momentum moving forward through the summer months of July as we head toward football season in August. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy the fights, and we'll speak with you next week. Boom! That's it! That is it! Unbelievable! That was insane! You've been locked into Gamblue's Bout Business MMA Podcast featuring Lou Finicaro. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on Lou's behind-the-scenes access to the world of MMA. Of all the superlatives. Oh! Ridiculous! Oh my goodness! Bam! The legs go! I mean, that is clean! Want the best sports betting podcast on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network.